0: Celia, the day is November 25th, 2020. Querida Celia, the day is, oh God, December 23rd. Today's December 23rd. Happy, Merry Christmas Eve, 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 right? So I graduate in one, two, three, four days. The day today is May 18th, 2021. The day is... June 2nd, 2021. The day is February 15th and it is 1 43 a.m. I hope that when you listen to this, (laughs) estoy super lista. va a ser muy divertido. Okay, that's all. Love you. Bye. Today is Tuesday, February 28th. Today is the last day of February, and if you are listening to this when it comes out, then Today is March 1st, but I'm recording this on the last day of February. So exciting. And today, if it sounds a little echoey, it's because I'm not recording in my closet today. I'm just sitting here at my desk. So if you hear my desk chair creaking, that's what it is. And I prompt Who is texting me? Uh, my apologies. I'm going on do not disturb. It was an email. Nobody texted me. My phone is quite dry most of the time, actually. And I like it that way. I better not start getting a bunch of text messages after this. Anyways, anyways, today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about why I'm a hopeful romantic because I use that phrase a lot. So I have no idea what I'm doing. I know where I want to go. I know who I want to be. But some days it feels like I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. I'm afraid to be successful. I shouldn't be. But I am. I know I can accomplish anything that I set my mind to, and that terrifies me. Because I have no idea what comes after that. And you know what? That's okay. Imagine someone planning a really beautiful, thoughtful surprise for you. You wouldn't want to know all the details of what's going on, how much the flowers cost, how long it took to set up the lights, how many hands it took to rearrange the furniture, etc., etc., etc. I'm starting to think of my life like this. I don't want to know everything that's working in my favor. I just want to believe that it exists. I feel like I need to shed the skin of my past self and the beliefs that I've carved into her. I've come to the realization that every insecurity I have has been created due to the projection of someone I loved. Friends that I later realized were freaking fake. Family members that may not have had my best interests at heart. It's exhausting constantly being at war with yourself while people keep putting weapons in your hands. Eventually your hands start cramping. Your muscles ache. But you break the cycle and you don't give them to anyone else. You don't hurt anyone else. But you do wonder if maybe you deserved all this pain. Until one day, you put the weapons down. Healing isn't cute or aesthetic. Heartbreak, especially when you break your own heart, isn't romantic. It's freaking brutal. It's horrible. It's a wave that almost drowns you. It's hugging the sun and almost burning alive. And then it's wonderful. It's peace. It's taking a full breath for the first time in years. It's inexplainable. But I put pen to paper. It's a humbly try. Now, I've done my fair share of healing. In the last two decades for a plethora of reasons. While someone breaking your heart does tend to be the catalyst to a whirlwind of breakdowns, I'm well aware of how I've caused plenty of damage to myself by myself as well. I used to be so desperate for someone to love me, so desperate that I would accept any little thing someone would give me and declare it pure gold worth the world. When in reality, someone was throwing me a green penny and relishing in the fact that I didn't ask for more. I'm not afraid to fall in love. And quite frankly, I'm not afraid to fall out of it. I'm not afraid to be alone. I'm afraid of what I would permit. I've accepted so little in the past that my brain struggles to fathom that more exists. Each person getting slightly more generous, loving me a little better until they don't love me at all. The occasional sidestep happens when you wonder why you even went on a date with someone that clearly doesn't respect your mind. I've had that one happen. (laughs) So far, only once. But I have had that one happen. I have so much love and respect for myself that it angers me so incredibly much when I allow myself to disrespect me repeatedly. The first time it's their fault, sure. But if I keep going back to someone that clearly doesn't want me, who's to blame then? And this goes for anything bad friends, bad jobs, bad decisions. I've never been in this position before. Of loving myself exactly as I am for exactly who I am. It's a weird feeling. But it feels the same way I would imagine winning the lottery does when you've always lived by the skin of your teeth. Scary. You're used to saving your money. You're used to never having enough. You still buy the same cheap things even though you could easily afford better. But what if you go crazy and use too much money? What if you never have it again? Or worse, what if you trust someone and they steal it? I've never loved myself before. I've never respected myself before. I've never felt safe with myself before. What if it goes away? Or worse, what if someone takes it and I allow them to? It's a scary feeling. But there's also a peace of mind that slowly hugs my heart when I'm feeling like this. I created this reality. I was the one who created all this wonderfully abundant love within myself. Nobody could ever steal it. And if they did, I'll always be able to create it again. Scary isn't the right word to describe that. I'd use beautiful strong, stubborn, and maybe a little strange. (laughs) You're allowed to ask for more. You're allowed to believe you deserve the freaking world because you do, you wholeheartedly do. You're allowed to want love. You're allowed to want more followers. You're allowed to want your dream job, whatever it may be. You're allowed to be whoever you wanna be, to love whoever you wanna love. So often, we keep waiting for someone to give us permission to be happy. Well, I'm saying it right now. Don't wait. Don't settle. The only person you need permission, quote-unquote permission from, is yourself. So give yourself permission to want whatever it is that you want. You're allowed to be successful. Believe it or not, you're allowed to like yourself regardless of what anyone else has thought or told you or made fun of you for. You're allowed to disagree with them. That was their opinion. Now what's yours? Allow yourself to have a mind of your own, a garden that you cultivate. Remove all the weeds of false sincerity people have planted there. Make it as chaotically beautiful as you want. Now, I think I need to imagine this for myself too, okay? So we're going to try something. Here we go. And if you're able to, I want you to close your eyes, okay? Let's let's take a second. Let's take a second. Just close your eyes. Imagine you're in a garden. Wherever you want the garden to be, however you want the weather to be, This is how I imagine mine. I'm in an open field. I can see the outline of my dream house in the background, but it's not quite in focus because I'm looking at all these dead plants and weeds that are in my garden. It's a small garden. I must have fenced it in at some point. And the small square that I've allowed myself to grow in is completely full of weeds somebody else must have planted. I get ready to start pulling them out. But the weather turns and it starts storming. The rain is pouring down hard, and I can barely see. For a second, I contemplate leaving and running back inside. Leave the garden like this for another year. Maybe two. Who cares anyway, right? That's what I've usually done. But this time, I don't let my inner storm deter me. I smile at the rain, and I get to work. I start pulling out dead plants, and it's painful. I feel the scratches forming on my forearms and legs, but I don't stop. I tear down the fence while I'm at it. Stupid, stupid fence. I need more space to grow. The rain starts subsiding the more that I clear the garden. I spend a long time like this, until my back hurts and my hands cramp and bleed. Then I let myself fall to the ground. My knees rise up and I rest my forearms on them as I look around. I hadn't even noticed that the rain had stopped. The clouds had cleared. The sunshine had started peeking out, slowly at first. Then with a warm kiss, I let out a laugh. Silly, silly me. I should have done this decades ago. I slowly look around, a bit overwhelmed at how much space I have to plant new flowers now. But I'm also so excited! I feel the excitement in my bones. I can't help but grin at the sight of new opportunity, and even though I'm so tired that I could sleep for a whole year, I slowly force myself up. I get new tools now. Ones that I didn't realize I had. Some that I've been gifted from my friends and family. I start plowing and then sowing. I start carefully planting seeds of all kinds some for confidence, some for higher standards, some for intelligence, some for patience, some for creativity, etc. I take care of them. I water them. I spend time with them in the sun. I forget and remember them every day. Some I forget I planted. Some required extra care. Eventually, time passes. I start giving others some of my propagations. And one day... I sit down, exhausted once again, and I look around. The field is full of flowers. There are huge and full trees scattered throughout. Peaches and mangoes and strawberries ripening in the sun. The fruits of my labor. The rewards yet to come. My cheeks lift slowly as a single tear leaves me. Growth. Okay, now open your eyes. This, mis amores, is why I have hope. And I hope that it inspires you a little today. Give yourself permission to grow. And remember that while people may visit your garden, it's always yours. And it will always be the gorgeous safe space that you've created it to be. Romantic full of love, and so full of growth. Con amor siempre, Celia. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you like it, please feel free to share it. Yeah, I hope that this episode inspires you. And I hope you really take care of your garden because you deserve to live in a beautiful place with all of your beautiful creations and all the plants that you grow and yeah like I said this is how I imagine my garden but feel free to write out your own version that would actually be a really good journaling prompt is you know imagine you're in a garden and write everything down how does it smell how does the fruit taste what plants are there how do you imagine your dream house in the background all these things that you could journal about yeah Thank you so much for being here, not just listening to this episode, but on this planet. And like I said, I'm really glad that you spent some time with me and I will see you in the next episode. And I'm sorry if this is a shorter one, but I really wanted to keep it short so that, you know, you could listen to it as many times as you need to. And I wanted wanted to do it a little like a meditation almost. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. And I'm sorry if it's not a super long or even a very long podcast at all, but thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. Okay, bye.